Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. I am your host, David Castle. Today is the 11th of January, 2023. Not 2022, like I said last time, 2023. Ah, yeah. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining me today. I got a pretty cool show lined up for you today. Uh, Lots of fun things to talk about. Of course, the big news going on right now is uh, crazy weather in California, also where I'm at in Nevada. Not too bad here. I mean, there's some snow and stuff, lots of snow in the mountains as well. Just makes for difficult driving. But in California, apparently there's all kinds of flooding. They're saying landslides, sinkholes, floodwaters. And of course, as you may have predicted, they're going to blame it all on climate change. And, uh, you know, it's all our fault. So let's hear a little news clip about that and see what our newscasters are saying about the storms in California. Good evening. There are few corners of the massive state of California not feeling the impact of the relentless line of storms that have been hammering Golden State residents for days, leaving at least 17 people dead. Now, let me just butt in here. So 17 people are dead. And uh, notice what a big deal they make of that. Um, because when climate change kills people, of course, this is what they're going to blame it on. That's a big deal. But when vaccinations kill a ton of people or, you know, tons of things, or when they blow up a hospital in Yemen or something like that, uh, that's not a big deal. That's swept under the rug. But, um, you know, when floods kill a bunch of people, that's a big news story. So just, I just want to note those, those types of things for you, but let's, let's go back to that. Good evening. There are few corners of the massive state of California not feeling the impact of the relentless line of storms that have been hammering Golden State residents for days, leaving at least 17 people dead. The latest wave hitting overnight and this morning, collapsing hillsides, submerging bridges, washing away roads amid some 300 reports of flooding during the last 24 hours. 21 million people, more than half the population, under flood alerts tonight. While there are winter storm warnings for heavy snow in the mountains to the east, the next round of rain expected to hit tomorrow, shifting its bullseye from the Los Angeles area to northern California. An extreme weather pattern from drought to deluge. Symptoms of a changing climate. Changing climate. Miguel Almaguer starts us off tonight from Los Angeles. And Miguel, the ground must be totally saturated. Miguel, tell us about climate change. Lesser, the ground out here is so saturated and the storms that hit central and southern California were also incredibly violent. You can see the road behind me. It buckled open. I want to show you video from our drone overhead. It captures not one, but two vehicles in that sinkhole. This is actually pretty crazy. I'll post a link to this. Everyone in those cars made it out alive. But after a series of violent storms like this one, not everyone's been so lucky. As a new monster storm barrels across every major city in California again, we're seeing more water rescues, flash flooding, and mudslides unfold. These disasters killing at least 17, also shredding apart new sections of the state. It was like two feet of mud and water coming down the street and and out of the houses, so it was pretty scary. This time, California's historically sunny cities, Los Angeles, Santa Barbara, and Montecito, were lashed with a biblical deluge as mountains crumbled toward the sea. Sinkholes opened up in L.A. 
firefighters lifting car passengers from the underground crater. The historic storms washing over cities from San Francisco to San Diego are literally redefining the state. Okay, so you get the idea. Big uh, weather events happening in on the West Coast, happening all over the world, really. And this is something I like to just kind of note on this show because they control the weather, man. The weather is totally manipulated. Um, it's been being messed with for a really long time. There's this document that came out that the Air Force published, I think it was in the 90s, uh, and it was titled Owning the Weather by 2025. And it's 2023 right now, and they've been messing with the weather for decades. Um, but to imagine the um, the extent of control they have over the weather right now is um, it's pretty crazy. You know, they're they're able to do some some crazy shit for sure. And I think that these storms are all all messed with and man made. But what do I know? That's just my opinion. Let's hear. Let's hear some more stuff about the flooding in California, in Montecito, which apparently is where all the rich celebrities live. Prince Harry's got a crib down there. Ellen DeGeneres. Um, well, it looks like God is unleashing his wrath on these satanic piece of shit celebrities, and Ellen DeGeneres is in trouble. The death toll is rising, as are the floodwaters across virtually death. all of the state of California. 34 million people are under flood watch thanks to a stubborn storm system that's parked itself over the state. In ritzy places like Montecito, California, home to Prince Harry, his wife Meghan, and Ellen DeGeneres, many residents have been ordered to evacuate immediately. Jim Murray and Victoria Bracagna are out there covering it. Yikes. Ellen DeGeneres on standby, ready to flee. Ellen says the creek right by her $13 million estate in Montecito is usually a trickle, but today it's transformed into a rushing river. Much of the star-studded town, home to Oprah and Prince Harry and wife Meghan, is under mandatory evacuation orders. The only freeway in and out of Montecito has been shut down for nearly 25 miles after floodwaters overtook the road, leaving behind mud and debris. Okay, 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 so... You get the idea. God is taking his wrath out on the celebrities. Oh, but if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you probably know my idea. I don't think it's the Lord or Mother Nature. I think it's more likely to be the geoengineers, the weather modifiers who are creating these storm systems, creating the droughts, creating the floods, and then blaming climate change to further their New World Order agenda, the fucking Agenda 2030 Agenda 21, whatever you want to call it, the Great Reset, um, the climate change agenda, all that stuff. Um, and the way that the weather is controlled, in a nutshell, this is a broad overview, but basically what happens is they spray the sky with all kinds of stuff. So you have all these different nanoparticulates in the sky that have been sprayed out of jet aircraft. That's not the only way they do it, though. They also have these land-based uh, installations that can seed the clouds from from on top of mountains, from basically anywhere on land. They also have boats that are spraying shit out into the atmosphere, but the stuff that you've probably seen will be um, the chemtrails coming out of the back of the jets. Now, weather modification isn't the only reason that they're spraying the sky. They're also spraying some weird biological type of stuff, um, different nanotechnology and stuff. I think it's for the, the transhumanist type of deal, and there's a lot of people doing good research on that. 
But um, when it comes to the the weather modification aspect of it, it's mostly to create, well, for two reasons. There's the traditional cloud seeding um, where they're just using these uh, little particles to capture condensation and to create clouds. And then there's spraying of these metallic particles like aluminum and strontium and barium, which are meant to ionize the atmosphere and create an electrical charge in the atmosphere atmosphere. And the reason they want to do that is so the atmosphere can be manipulated by these electromagnetic waves from these installations like the HARP installation, um, which is an ionospheric heater. But that's not the only one. They got a bunch of them scattered throughout the planet that they use in a network. Um, There's also the NEXRAD towers that work in a similar way. And basically what they can do is steer the storm systems. And in addition to that, They have this um, process called in-place water vapor generation. And all that is is just sending a bunch of steam into the atmosphere. It's done at pretty much all the power plants because power plants use water. Um, They boil the water to create steam, to turn their turbines, to create power. And as a byproduct of that, you get a bunch of water vapor injected into the atmosphere. Now, the way storms were traditionally created was water would evaporate off of the oceans and then it would create these storm systems. And this is basically what they're talking about with what's happening right now on the West Coast with the bomb cyclone and the Pineapple Express and all that stuff. That's like a traditional storm system. At least it seems to be. I'm sure it's manipulated in some way. It seems like it's being enhanced. Um, I highly doubt that it's natural just because there's not really any natural weather now. Um, but traditionally that's the way storms are created, uh, in the ocean, bunch of water evaporates, fucking storm starts brewing, and then it blows over across the land. But now they have, with this, uh, in-place water vapor generation, uh, with the chemtrails ionizing the atmosphere and with their array of Nexrad towers and their harp type of installations, the ionospheric heaters, they can fucking create a storm system anywhere like isolated storms just out of nowhere that originate right in the middle of the continent like in the middle of a landmass which is completely unnatural and uh, if you're interested in learning more about this there's plenty of books out there on um, weather modification and how it's done there's a good youtube channel out there too that you could check out called weather war 101 which is uh really good but it doesn't matter how many facts you know. Like I've, I went and talked personally to the director of weather modification at the Desert Research Institute out in Reno, Nevada. Um, I guarantee you, there's a local weather modification guy within like a hundred miles of you if you live anywhere near a big city, and they probably work in conjunction with the university and with the fucking military and all that stuff. And um, yeah, they do little local weather modification stuff. But I think on a global scale, it's more the military handling it, and it's top secret because there's a whole agenda that is coordinated with this, and it's all about uh, the climate change thing, as I said earlier. So I'll post a couple links to different stories about the storms if you're interested in checking it out. But, you know, it's raining, um, there's a ton of snow in the Sierras, and there's floods and stuff. I mean, it's no big deal. Um, but let me see here. I had something I wanted to talk about with this. Okay. Let's, let's move on from that. Actually, 
Actually, let's play a song. How about that? How about some Sean Price? Shut the fuck up and, and record the shit, man. If I can't, then beat the shit out you, B. Hold up. Boom, bye, A, Dink. Let's go. You step on my toes, holes in your wife with my sneakers Yeah, Frosty Chooks, what up? Yo, yo, Illinois, what up? Yo, yo, Elroy, what up? Yo, yo, Seth Lowe, what up? Yo, first name Sean, last name Yo, Price. you can say what you want, just spell my name right First name Sean, last name Price Nigga, I'm David Ruffin in the flesh Fucked up in the game, but nevertheless I'm the best, y'all Niggas be rhyming about nothing I rhyme about nothing, it sound like something I used to sell crack and listen to Red Band Now I smoke black while I'm getting some head down Sean Price always broken at most That's why the gun smoke broken, you folks Stick them up Put your hands where my eyes can see No, this ain't bust a rhyme Bung, bust a nine Bung, roughest and toughest So don't fuck with mine I will snuff him and cut him Before he fuck with mine, yo What up? GRP, what up? Yo, Dan the man, what up? Yeah, Sean Price, what up? Just to reiterate the stuff about the weather being controlled, the weather's controlled. And just to build upon that, uh, they use these types of events as excuses for doing shit like this. So this is an article from Activist Post uh, written by Tyler Durden. Actually, I think he's from Zero Hedge, but they're copping it. And uh, it says, power-crazed Biden administration may ban gas stoves. Gas stoves, which are used in about 40% of American homes, are loved for their easy and speedy adjustability. And they may be banned by the Biden administration over concerns about their production of indoor pollutants. This is a hidden hazard, U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission Commissioner 
Richard Trumka Jr. told Bloomberg, any option is on the table, said the son of the late AFL-CIO president. Products that can't be made safe can be banned. Uh, gas stoves are even more prevalent in restaurants. 76% of them use gas. So you know you know what this is, right? This is part of the war on your food. It's they're trying to starve you, you know? And, uh, you know, maybe this is more of them trying to get you to eat bugs and shit. But uh, just everything, man. The government wants to control everything and they're trying to infiltrate every aspect of your life till you can't be self-sufficient by any means and this is bullshit like since when does the government care about your health so they're blaming uh (laughs) the production of indoor pollutants natural gas burns extremely clean you know it's never been a problem nobody's dying from fucking natural gas from cooking with natural gas inside their home they might be dying from uh you know, getting cancer from the Teflon on their nonstick pans. They might be dying from the fucking GMOs in their food that are giving them cancer or from the fucking cell phone radiation or from the vaccine or any of these other things that the government has approved. But they want to ban natural gas. It's like so uh, fucking such a non-issue. And it's uh, just such overreach. It's It's just amazing that they're even hypothesizing doing this or like throwing the idea out there. (laughs) So uh, gas stoves are even more prevalent in restaurants. 76% of them use gas. There are certain types of food and certain culinary techniques that really require a flame in some way, shape, or form to work and also for consistency and quality purposes. Mike Watley of the National Restaurant Association told The Hill. Um... Anyway, you get the idea. They want to ban gas stoves. So you got to cook with electricity, I guess. And, uh, you know, gas is too cheap. Actually, it's not cheap anymore. My gas bill was a lot this year because it's been cold as fuck. I got a gas heater. And, uh, yeah. So just wanted to bring that to your attention. Moving on now. Lots of people still dying suddenly. I'm sure you, well, I don't know if you did or not, saw the report about the, uh, the journalist who was on live TV and she just passes out. She starts feeling woozy and passes out. Uh, more athletes are dying. This is like an everyday thing. There's something in the news. Uh, if I had my phone next to me, I'd pull it up and, and see who's dying today. I saw there was a 21 year old air force athlete that had just dropped dead. Um, of course there was the Damar Hamlin thing. Apparently he's doing okay. Maybe they cloned him, put somebody else in his place. I don't know. Um, but you get the idea and it seems to be they're trying to normalize it because it's, you would think there would be like a media blackout if they didn't want people to know, but I guess the cat is out of the bag. So what they have to do now is just inject it into media stories to where it seems somewhat normal. So this is like the new normal. Um, so in that way, it almost like they're trying to make it so it isn't attributable to the vaccine. They're just like, oh, it's just normal. They're, they got tons of different things they can blame on it. So these are the type of mind games that they use against us. Uh, go get your booster. Go get your booster. You'll be fine. Get 20 of them. Who gives a fuck? Okay, what else? Uh, but maybe not, though, because the Pentagon dropped the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for troops. Um which is pretty crazy. So this is another article by Tyler Durden, uh, January 10th. 
It says the Pentagon announced Tuesday that the COVID-19 vaccine will no longer be required for troops, according to a new memo signed by Defense Secretary Lloyd Raytheon Austin. I'm, I'm assuming Lloyd Austin was a higher up in the weapons company Raytheon. Uh, the memo, widely anticipated Wentz's new legislation signed into law on December 23rd, required him to rescind the mandate within 30 days. It does give commanders discretion over how unvaccinated troops are deployed, though, uh, whatever that means. So, okay. Uh, leading up to the decision, the Defense Department had already caused all punitive actions against personnel who refused the shot. Oh, already ceased all punitive actions, so so you won't get in trouble if you didn't get the shot. Uh, the department will continue to promote and encourage COVID-19 vaccination for all service members um, because vaccination enhances operational readiness and protects the force. Yeah, because it puts a bunch of fucking robots into you and you can, uh, you know, they could mind control you through them and shit, right? Uh in the new, I don't know if it's the newest one, I think it's the second to newest James Bond, they inject him with smart blood. And it's to track him, it's to monitor his blood pressure and fucking do all kinds of shit to him, but it just totally reminds me of the vaccine and the Borgellon shit and what they're spraying in the sky. There's different uh, movies and stuff that kind of seed this into public consciousness. I know the first Avatar did it too with smart dust, um, they sprayed the entire planet with this type of dust and it gave them this like real-time 3D modeling of what's happening across the planet. And a while back, I went into DARPA's website. I think it was DARPA or, or whatever company was contracted to do this shit and, and create this technology and implement it. Uh, I went into their like actual papers talking about what they wanted to do and that was a plan was to cover the world in smart dust for in like real real time surveillance of everything like 3D surveillance it's it's fucking crazy dude and that's part of why they're spraying this guy um it, but anyway so imagine you're in the uh in the military or just somebody who had to get the shot for their job and now you're regretting it i'm sure if you're just somewhat aware it's like people are dropping like flies dude it's pretty concerning and it's just fucking nuts, man. Like, how pissed do you have to be to uh, have got that thing? And then they turn around, they're like, oh, well, actually, never mind. You don't need to get it. And then you're just stuck with it. And, uh, you know, you have a heart attack and die or whatever. Anyway, kind of a bummer for those types of people. But moving on from the vaccine, that's all people ever talk about these days. We know everyone's dying from it. It's a bummer. But what can you do? Uh, meanwhile, our neighbors south of the border down there in Mexico who are sending up hundreds of thousands of people monthly, uh, doctors and lawyers and such, to come make our country a better place. Um, there's a fucking war going down, uh, down in the Sinaloa part of Mexico because they arrested El Chapo's son. People are saying it's... Um, you know, they did it as a as a symbol, I guess, because Biden is going down to visit Mexico. So they're trying to make it seem like they're actually doing something. Um, but of course, whenever they do this, it just makes shit way worse. So let's hear a clip about that. El Chapo's son gets arrested. The U.S. plans to send Ukraine nearly three ah, billion shit. dollars wrong, in military wrong clip. aid. My bad. OK, wrong clip, wrong clip. Let me get the right clip. Fuck, 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 fuck. 
That was us sending $3 billion to Ukraine. I'll get that. I'll get to that in a second. The police got their man, but lost control of their city. Ovidio Guzman was arrested early on Thursday morning. Locals say from then on, gun battles have raged across Culiacan. Authorities from all three levels of government are continuing to work to control the situation. They continue to invite citizens to stay off the streets. Ovidio was one of the leaders of Mexico's infamous Sinaloa drug cartel. His fellow gang members retaliated with a wave of coordinated and violent attacks, setting fire to vehicles and using them to block all major roads in and out of the city. Shortly after the arrest, members of his criminal group carried out 19 blockades and armed attacks in different parts of the city of Culiacan, including Culiacan Federal International Airport and Military Air Base No. 10. Airline Aeromexico says one of its planes was caught in the crossfire on the tarmac. This mobile phone vision shows passengers cowering in fear. It's believed the U.S. assisted Mexican authorities during the six-month surveillance operation that led to the 32-year-old's arrest. The governor has called for the public to shelter in place. Uh, We have advised U.S. citizens in Sinaloa uh, to remain alert for potential violence throughout the state. It's a timely show of strength from the Mexican government. U.S. President Joe Biden is due in the capital on Monday for a leaders' summit. Ovidio's father and former Sinaloa cartel kingpin Joaquin El Chapo Guzman is serving a life sentence in the U.S. in the country's most secure federal prison. And he could soon be following in his father's footsteps. Well, so there you have it. Um, Fucking crazy, right? That this is happening just down in Mexico. And... um, Meanwhile, there's hundreds of thousands of, of migrants from all over South America and Mexico, like coming into the country just free. You know, there's nobody stopping them. Like, it's it's pretty amazing what we're experiencing right now as a country and just globally. Um, the drug war, obviously, the the rise of the cartels is directly correlated with the uh, the American drug war and financed by the CIA and fucking has to do with the crack epidemic and. All kinds of stuff, but um, pretty nuts that just the country below us, Mexico, we're like so many Mexican friends, and it's just it's such a a close culture to like where I'm at and where probably most Americans are at, but especially in Nevada, it's full of Mexicans, and uh, fucking those are the homies, and uh, just crazy that it's a war zone down there. And uh, it's also interesting that I'll, the guy's only 32 and he's running the cartel. I don't even know if he's the real leader, but um, really accomplished a lot in his life. So good for El Chapo's son. I read a little article on it. It says, ongoing street war in Mexico follows arrest of El Chapo's son. Uh, the Sinaloa cartel that supplies a majority of Chicago street drugs has been a father-son operation for years. Joaquin Guzman, the drug lord named known as El Chapo, was put away for life in a U.S. prison. His son, Ovidio, has held some of his dad's power and wealth, along with three of his brothers. Mexican neighborhoods have been littered with bullet casings in the wake of Ovidio Guzman's arrest. Known as the Mouse, he's been holed up since his 2019 capture and release. The flow of fentanyl from Sinaloa, Mexico, has been continuing unabated and taking thousands of American lives in Illinois and all across America. Uh, This is from a Chicago... 
um, publication. With fentanyl, for us, our number one priority is the Sinaloa cartel. And you know, that's our focus, still going strong. Unfortunately, the Sinaloa cartel is producing most of the fentanyl that comes into the United States. Chicago, Chicago's then DEA special agent in charge, Robert Bell, told the fucking IT and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, you know, the cartels are bringing in all the fentanyl um, in conjunction with China. I believe the way it works is China gives them the raw materials and then it's fucking, or maybe the fentanyl fucking goes directly to Mexico and then the cartel just brings it up. I think that's more likely. They're also the ones trafficking the fucking people, too. I mean, there's a bunch of different cartels. That's the thing. When you take out one cartel, another one just comes and replaces them. It's a good business opportunity. So, you know, thanks, Joe Biden. Thanks, Trump. Thanks, Obama. Never forget that Obama sent guns to the Sinaloa cartel, like thousands of guns. And that was the Fast and Furious scandal. Like, isn't that amazing? Fucking, and a bunch of ATF agents and Border Patrol people got killed by these guns and innocent people. And that's what our government does, folks. Completely fucking corrupt. I'm sure a lot of these guys are directly in bed with cartel members, getting a bunch of money from them. And uh, uh, who's the fucking guy that was, uh, was it Gary Webb that came out and exposed a bunch of stuff about the cartels and then got killed for it? I don't know. There's been all kinds of work that um, journalists have done to expose the connection between the CIA and the drug cartels. It's nothing new. And it's just the drug war is a disaster. It's fucking disgusting. It sucks what it's doing to our country and across the world. But you see it in every big city, even small cities, rural areas, people overdosing all the time. First it was heroin, but fentanyl is way worse than heroin. Um... It's like a hundred times more powerful or some crazy shit. It's like a fucking, a pinhead amount can kill you. And, uh, you know, you see places like San Francisco or Southern California, people just nodding off in the middle of the street. Same with in Philly and New York. Fucking all over. And it's just an atrocity. It's bullshit. And it's fucked up. And fuck the cartels. Fuck the government. With that being said, let's listen to some music. No lymph nodes are swollen They told me even when the record skip Keep it rolling on the shoulder Like a California highway patrolman Launch codes were stolen and sold by Ed Snowden I fled to Rome and told him to dress me as a Roman I'm still in photos posing with my own homing A thumping kicker for me to slam like hope Hoping it's something like a plain bumper sticker No slogan This something for the shooters and back and forth commuters Who never knew the difference in laws and jurisprudence I feel as though it's safe to assume That you're the students and I can prove it the way that me and Doom do this You checking the top two of a thousand Intelligent chaps with rap projects And housing developments Cool across legged on a crate like it's elegant Try to hate, I'm puffing up your face Like a pelican, highly enveloped And activating my melanin Y'all failing to see what's shaking besides gelatin News bulletin, I refuse to take the medicine Fuck a thick skin, I got me an exoskeleton The black collar feral and a lobster Deliver like an obstetrician But not a doctor 
bring the Cambridge, the Websters, the Oxfords, the picture too long to watch. See the synopsis. Compensated for playing nice, it's optics. Product of the last poets in the watch, profits. I stop it. It's beyond out of pocket. Dunzo, I hit the gun show and got a rocket. Catastrophic, supreme microphones. In Mexico, we the legendary dose cojones. Brothers, both components, other close to colas, court holders. With bars as hard as Angolas. Get rude with the dude off chips The mood switch, he chewed off strips of a brood witch Danger make a groove off a glitch Major boo booty twitch and the crew rich bitch Always wanted to say that Ever since the days in hallways taunting a stray cat The one he often frequently slapped around All the while waited then graduated cap and gown Hated the rap sound, debated the crap until he felt he had it mapped down. Enough to have the game trapped and bound. Scratching the crown with the names of lames who yapped the noun. Or verb for that matter, had no data for a herb who chat chatter. Oh, Eric Estrada, fat rat, the mask made him batty as a mad hatter. Known for his absurd word choices, and will ignore you if you ask him if he heard voices. Look, the energy is crazy Far as he was concerned, the enemy was lazy <clears throat> Your attention please, freeze He came to seize the free cheese Before he flees to Belize In case you forgot to mention, squeeze these Just keep it on a need to know basis They knew he was a negro, so no need to show faces Back in the days of no laces On a slow pace, they used to say he might go places Whatever the cases, the card he played was ace of spades, but no racist. A spastic, some call loony. When he split a tune, sarcastic as Paul Mooney. That's right. Black Thought MF Doom. Produced by Danger Mouse. Fun fact, this was on uh, President Obama's favorite song of uh, 2022, one of his favorite songs. He's so cool. Yeah, that's been on my gym playlist, man. I've been fucking getting it to that song. Me and Obama. Obama. Okay. Uh, yeah, baby. All right, let's talk about war. That's fun. Let's talk about some war. So uh, I teased the clip to you earlier. We're sending more money to Ukraine. I don't know how much total we've sent to Ukraine so far, but it's more than I have in my bank account. I'll tell you that much. Another three billion coming to Ukraine. The U.S. plans to send Ukraine nearly $3 billion in military aid. The massive new package includes, for the first time, several dozen Bradley fighting vehicles. The Bradley is an armored carrier used to transport troops to combat. It's known as a tank killer because of the anti-tank missile it can fire. The move is the Biden administration's latest step to send increasingly lethal and powerful weapons to help Ukraine beat back Russian forces. European allies also stepped up their weapons commitments. Germany announced it will provide armored personnel carriers and a Patriot missile battery to Ukraine, while France says it will soon hold talks to arrange for the delivery of armored combat vehicles. Oh, yeah. Isn't that fantastic how much money we're sending to Ukraine? Meanwhile, we can't even get a fucking dozen eggs. It's 10 bucks for a dozen eggs. Isn't that fucking nuts? 
but I'll get to that later. Um, yeah, billions and billions of dollars going to Ukraine, just a, a big money pit for the proxy war against Russia. The current administration is making absolutely no effort to f- ease tensions or to try to, like, you know, to, to lessen the war or whatever, to get this shit over and done with. Um, and it's not like what Russia is doing is excusable by any means. War is always an atrocity. It's an atrocious thing that people do. Um, but this was preventable. America did everything, and the other NATO countries, we did everything to instigate this this conflict. And we're not doing anything to to try to to stop it. And uh, it's like they want World War III, you know? And they're just going to keep pouring money into that. And I'm sure everybody's getting their kickbacks. Tons of money is going to the military-industrial complex. Um, you know, so all their buddies are getting paid. And... Um, you know, it's a big money laundering operation, and uh, who knows, probably part of some satanic ritual, some Illuminati bullshit. They love when people die. It gives them, uh, gives them boners, and, uh, you know, plenty of adrenochrome from all the, the kids they're kidnapping and raping and all that, and it's just, uh, you know, they love it. They love a good fucking conflict. Um, <clears throat> so this is from antiwar.com. Um, it's talking about just how more of our our fearless leaders or former leaders just want to dramatically increase military aid in Ukraine. So former high-level U.S. officials warn time is not on Ukraine's side in the conflict. Condoleezza Rice and Robert Gates call for a dramatic increase in military aid so Ukraine can make gains this year. Trying to get those gains, baby. Former U.S. Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice and former Secretary of Defense Robert Gates warned in an op-ed published by the Washington Post on Saturday that time is not on Ukraine's side as its economy is in shambles and the country is entirely reliant on foreign aid. Yeah, look at our economy. (laughs) Yeah, let's just give all our money to fucking Ukraine. Like, we're not totally fucked. The former officials said Russian President Vladimir Putin believes that he can wear down the Ukrainians and that U.S. and European unity and support for Ukraine will eventually erode and fracture. They said while Russia's economy will suffer as the war continues, Russians have endured far worse. Yeah, the gulag. Ukraine, on the other hand, they said, has an economy that's in shambles and the country is entirely reliant on aid from the U.S. and its allies. Millions of its people have fled, its infrastructure is being destroyed, and much of its mineral wealth, industrial capacity, and considerable agricultural land are under Russian control. So notice how there's none of these people are calling for a diplomatic solution. It's always just more money, more guns, more bombs, fucking more death, more destruction. It's never just a diplomatic, peaceful resolution. It's just... You know, let's let's kill the Russians. Let's beat the Russians, which is fucking retarded because, uh, you know, the Russians are just barely, barely, um, you know, barely getting started. They're not even whipping out their big guns. They got all kinds of crazy stuff. They could wipe Ukraine off the map if they wanted to, but they're they're not. They're trying to approach it in a more strategic way. At least that's what it seems like. And um, according to some of the people I've been following, that's what's happening um, but yeah, we're just trying to instigate that and just, um, you know, inflame this conflict and, and get us lured into it. 
Uh, Rice and Gates said that absent any major Ukrainian breakthroughs, the West will pressure Kiev to negotiate a ceasefire. Under current circumstances, any negotiated ceasefire would leave Russian forces in a strong position to resume their invasion whenever they're ready. That is unacceptable. Their prescription to help Ukraine on the battlefield is a dramatic increase in Western military aid in the form of longer-range weapons and heavier equipment. Congress has provided enough money to pay for such reinforcement. What is needed now are decisions by the United States and its allies to provide the Ukrainians the additional military equipment they need, above all, mobile armor. Okay, and the article continues. I'll post a link to it if you're interested in reading more about the coming apocalypse. I I read an article this morning as well that was talking about how... <laughs> The United States is shipping over Ukrainian military to teach them how to use Patriot missiles so they can kill the Russians from afar. And of course, that all comes out of your pocket while you're struggling to pay the gas bill and buy groceries and uh, you know do the other things to maintain your day-to-day life. We're giving billions of dollars to the Ukrainians. And uh, in the midst of all that... Moving on to another article about war. Uh, U.S. military increasing cooperation with Japan to prepare for war with China. So, interesting. It says, the top Marine Corps general in Japan says the U.S. is setting the theater in the region the same way it did in Ukraine after 2014. Now, this is this is a very interesting article, and... Uh, it's it's just how do I explain it? It's interesting in the aspect that wars just don't spontaneously happen. They have to be prepared, and they call it setting the theater. And this is what they did in Ukraine. And this article gets into that. And this is saying that we're doing the same thing in the uh, in the Pacific to prepare for a war with China. Uh, The U.S. and Japanese militaries are increasing cooperation to prepare for a possible war with China over Taiwan or other areas in the Asia-Pacific, the top U.S. Marine Corps general in Japan told Financial Times. Lieutenant General James Bierman, commander of the 3rd Marine Expeditionary Force and of Marine Forces Japan, said the U.S. military was preparing for a future conflict in the region the same way it did in Ukraine in 2014, following the U.S.-backed ouster of former Ukrainian president Viktor Yunokaivich. That's before they put in the the puppet comedian Zelensky, Koked Zelensky. Uh, Why have we achieved the level of, of success we've achieved in Ukraine? A big part of that has been because after Russian aggression in 2014 and 2015, we earnestly got after preparing for future conflict, training for the Ukrainians, pre-positioning of supplies, identification of sites from which we could operate support and sustain operations. So I don't think they have achieved success in Ukraine. I mean, the war is still going. It's been a year. Tons of Ukrainians have died. Um, I mean, they haven't achieved success. Maybe success for them in terms of money laundering and making a ton of money for the military-industrial complex and you know, furthering the plan for World War III, but I don't think Ukraine is a success by any means for, for either side. Um, but anyway, so they, they talk about how they've been preparing for this war since 2014. So that's almost 10 years ago. You know, they've been, they've been preparing for this war. And this is what these motherfuckers do because they got all the guns. You know, it's, a, it's like a blank check. You have to have these wars. 
You get to kill people, reduce the population, do your satanic bullshit, and make billions of dollars in the process. So it's they fucking love war. And they set the theater for it. So um, continuing with that, uh, you talk about how they, you know, train the Ukrainians, preposition the supplies, identified sites they could operate, support from, and sustain operations. Uh, we call that setting the theater. And we are setting the theater in Japan, in the Philippines, and in other locations, the general added. Beerman's comments came after Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida announced a major overhaul of the Japanese armed forces that involves doubling Tokyo's military budget. A new security strategy issued by Kishida's government names China the biggest strategic challenge and includes language that can justify military action in defense of the U.S., breaking from Japan's post-World War II pacifism. So Japan, Japan's the homies now, I guess. Uh... The Marine Corps has been undergoing an overhaul of its own as it is shifting its focus on preparing for war in the Western Pacific rather than fighting counterinsurgencies in the Middle East. Beerman's uh, 3MEF, I guess that's his military unit, is at the center of the revamp, which is focused on creating smaller units that can move quickly around the islands of the Western Pacific as the Marines operate within the range of China's missiles. So, I mean, it's happening. There, you know... Moves are being made. Not trying to fear monger or anything here, but it's just, it's kind of fucking crazy, right? And the, the crazy thing about it too is just most people don't care. They're completely oblivious to it. By the time they find out, it's going to be too late and they're going to be all for it. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're never going to understand that this shit was prepared long ahead of time and it could have been totally prevented through diplomat, diplomatic means. Um, but that's just the way it works because people are so distracted and they're just, they don't give a fuck, bro. Like there's so much different entertainment and, and things to do than look into this stuff. That's more uplifting, you know, cause this shit sucks. It's not fun to, to think about this shit. Um, but it's just important. And that's the reason people like you and, and I look into this stuff. Cause well, for one, it's interesting. And, for two, it's like we're living in the craziest time ever. It's it's much more interesting than any type of fictional thing. But I, the average person doesn't think like that. They're completely oblivious, and they're even, you know, they're um, in opposition to any of this type of information. They don't they don't want to hear about it until it's too late, and then they're totally on board because they're brainwashed fucking sheep. Um. Okay, one more war article. Just there's all kinds of conflicts raging right now, right? Um, should we be concerned with them all? I don't know. But when our government is actively like killing innocent people across the world, I think it I think it does become an issue. Um, there is that uh, you know, fucking hear no evil, speak no evil type of thing, like ignorance is bliss. But it's like, I mean, this is what your taxes do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is fucked up. So, uh, next article, last one on war. Uh, thousands killed, dozens of power stations and hospitals bombed in 2022's Forgotten War. This is from Activist Post, or, or actually by the People's Dispatch. And this is talking about the war in Yemen. 
Uh, data released by the Yemen-based I for Humanity Center for Rights and Development claims that at least 643 Yemeni civilians were killed in 2022 out of over 3,000 casualties recorded. This is despite last year seeing an unprecedented six-month-long ceasefire and a significant drop in fatalities. The war in Yemen will complete eight years in 2023. The data shows that the total fatalities recorded last year included at least 102 children and 27 women. At least 353 children and 97 women were also injured in this period. The Saudi Arabia-led International Coalition also destroyed over 14,300 homes, 12 hospitals, 64 schools, and 22 power stations in Yemen last year, according to the organization furthering the suffering of millions of Yemenis. Um... Okay, so it goes on to give more statistics about how many people have, have been killed and all of that, and it's very sad and shitty. Um, but this is another thing that happens in war that is is kind of less spoken about that causes a lot of suffering is uh, blockades, and um, you know they just stop supplies from getting into the the country basically, and and different you know food and medication and and things that would help the average citizens, um, this is why it's fucked up, because it's not even, like, targeting the the actual combatants. This is the regular people suffering. And it's similar to what happens in, I don't know, places like Iran, anywhere that has um, sanctions and stuff, where it prevents them from getting aid and medication. It's just a, it's, it's a atrocious thing that governments do um, and just fucks up the people instead of the military. Uh, blockade causes massive humanitarian crisis. Bombings, as well as the blockade imposed by the Saudi-led coalition, have severely affected the situation of common Yemenis. According to the International Committee of the Red Cross, more than 70% of Yemenis are now dependent on some kind of humanitarian aid, with the country's health infrastructure working at half its capacity, leaving millions of Yemenis vulnerable. According to the Sana-based government, under the Houthis, the war and blockade imposed by the Saudi coalition is responsible for killing 16% of all premature babies in the country. Health minister claimed last month that at least 80 newborn babies die every day due to the lack of medical equipment and medicines amid the blockade imposed on Yemeni people. And it just goes on to talk about their... Uh, lack of medical supplies. The Saudi-led coalition has imposed a comprehensive land, sea, and air blockade of Yemen since 2015, purportedly to prevent the supply of weapons. However, the blockade prevents the inflow of essential supplies, including food and medicines, to Yemen, which is heavily dependent on imports. So there's that. Um, okay, moving on to more uplifting news. I got a lot of stuff today. There's just so much going on, and it's it's very fascinating. But before that, let's play some more rap music. I hope you guys are liking the, the song selection today. I got some good shit, some real lyrics, some real, real hip-hop for you. We got some cool G rap here. My life. Down. 
down simple and plain. We're from a small chimp in the game to gorilla cane, pimp in the game. Know how to tempt dames to piss in the range. Hit the block, the pitch box, the strength of the name. Limp with a cane, lactose and limp with the cane. We even pack toast and spin from the flames. My aim was strictly about making that bread pop. Blocks red hot from feds and cops. Looking for rock bottles with red tops. Trading lead shots with dreadlocks. Infrared dots till a head drop. We fled spots. Word on the curve is when it came to birds, we spread flocks. No telling when the bloodshed stopped. Fly to the sled stop. Cop the latest heavy high flavor in them crocs and gators. Somebody click riff pop. The bravest out of town trips and whips I got for neighbors. Drop knots in Vegas. My plot for paper was crop pasta wafers. All of my life I live. I'll Wall of all hands and goons Half-necked bitches dancing the tunes Marble floor to the terrace, nigga, glance the moon Play the jacuzzi till your hands get broom Rugs tight, bright as the white sands of Cancun Skylights up in the ceilings for the plants to bloom Nigga, we crop grams and dunes Cuban cigar brand the grandest fumes Prison niggas to ram balloons Shut down shop from 10 to June And still cop land in the booms Fuck women in tanning rooms Every last fingernail on the hand groom Self-built dope, down to the main pelts Gator belts and silk suit If I can't stack a nigga, calf can pilt loose Working them cats to die on the street and spill juice So where the dawn be? In the calm breeze in the palm trees Bomb G under the arm piece Living in harmony, coke from pharmacy Bulletproof armory, school of the hard knock honorary Washing the jackpot like laundry Fucking Don of the Year nominee, honestly best to ever do it folks cool g rap that guy can really rap he he has the coolest like uh metaphors and stuff you know his, his shit's like a puzzle like, what is this guy talking about <laughs> and everything rhymes like very intricately the uh your favorite rapper's favorite rapper okay i just want i got some more headlines to go over before i say peace out there's just so much going on and uh 
I just want to say a couple of these clips I played, I, I, I stole from the No Agenda show and just uh, want to bring them to your attention if you're not familiar with that and you're looking for other podcasts that are interesting. Uh, best podcast in the universe is what they say they are. But if you're interested in uh, current events and analysis of those and uh, just a different look at what's happening like day by day, all the news headlines and stuff, it's a, it's a really good source of information. The No Agenda Show, and they post links to all their clips and um, <clears throat> articles. So, don't want to steal their shit without giving them credit. A um, couple other weird things that are happening. I'll just kind of briefly skim through some of these things. Uh, the United States approves experimental bee vaccine. So, we're going to be vaccinating the bees now. This is from RT. Uh, the, genera- the generational immunity treatment aims to counter the deadly American foul brood disease. Whatever the fuck that is. Apparently it's killing the bees. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has granted a conditional license to the first ever vaccine for bees. Dallin Animal Health announced on Wednesday, the Athens, Georgia-based company has developed an oral prophylactic they hope will be effective against a highly destructive spore-transmitted bacterial infection. Uh, Our vaccine is a breakthrough in protecting honeybees, Dallin CEO Dr. Annette Kleiser said in a statement suggesting it might change how we care for insects, insects impacting food production on a global scale. Um, and then it goes on to explain how it does that and what the purpose is behind it. How do you feel about vaccinating even the insects now? <laughs> Nothing is immune from this um, this power-hungry scientific dictatorship that is looking to take over every aspect of life on this planet because that's really what's happening. And it's, it's just everywhere. They want their fucking fingers in everything and uh, just vaccinating the bees, you know? And... You might have heard stories of Bill Gates's uh, GMO mosquitoes and shit like that. It's just disgusting. He had this YouTube video, too, where he was promoting it, and it was super demonic. It was like this devil Grim Reaper thing made up of mosquitoes. It was really creepy. Um, fucking bizarre. And he was, like, approved, like, Bill, Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation fucking directly made that shit. But a good thing um, <clears throat> is the people who are actually keeping up with this and reading these type of types of articles know that it's all bullshit because looking at the comments here, um, they're, they're all kind of funny. One of them says, great, get ready for sudden bee death syndrome. Uh, in the near future, Bill Doorway and I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, would they use the lockdown method for bees who refuse the shot? Uh, da, da, da. This is not a vaccine. It is a gene alteration of the colony, and it's dangerous. If they mess up and kill off the bee colonies, this uh, if they mess up and kill the bee colonies with this, they'll destroy a large portion of the world's food supply that relies on them. Um, clot shot for the bees. Finally, uh, da, da, da. our vaccine is a breakthrough, so the bees will die of heart blood clots and heart attacks. Okay, so you can see, you know, not everyone's an idiot. But nobody's reading these types of articles. Very few people. You know, people are watching TikTok and fucking porn and who the fuck knows. Um, another breakthrough medical product we have for us. Uh, the breakthrough obesity drugs that have stunned researchers. So they're, they're going to use medication to combat obesity. <clears throat> 
don't worry about, you know, changing your diet or just cleaning up the food. You know, the, the GMO shit is what's killing us and the fucking, all the synthetic shit, the seed oils, tons of things. Our food supply is just poison. And, uh, but of course, our solution, it isn't exercise. It isn't changing your diet or anything like that. It's just more drugs, more drugs. The breakthrough obesity drugs that have stunned researchers, a class of drugs that quash hunger, have shown striking results in trials and in practice. But can they help all people with obesity and conquer weight stigma? <laughs> okay, I'm not going to read this shit. Um, but it's just giving you an idea of, of where they're going. A drug for everything, a vaccine for everything, like... You know, I've I've heard they even got a vaccine for like quitting smoking, or they've they've, you know, hinted at the the possibility of that. I've even seen them say they got a vaccine to kill the um the idea of God inside of you. Some people say that was a hoax, but I don't know. But yeah, uh, drugs to make you less fat. Okay, good luck with that. I'm sure it's going to cause more problems than it'll solve, but whatever you want to do. Another article here, we say uh, school district sues social media companies for students' psychological troubles stemming from their use of social media. Yeah, I got to feel bad for the kids nowadays. Um, Just all the stuff on social media, everything being recorded, always trying to, you know, keep up in the, the pressure to do weird things. The very, everything's hypersexualized. The, um, you know, the trans movement, the weird queer shit, um, everything by or, you know, choosing your gender. It's just a strange time to be a child, and it's it's very sad. These are things that they um, shouldn't be concerned with. Um, I don't know, man. The internet it's killing the kids. It's sad. How could they not be mentally crazy? Oh, this is kind of interesting, so I'll read a little bit more of this. Earlier this month, a new study revealed that social media use is reprogramming children's brains. Of course, over the years, other studies, reports, and incidents have also indicated that social media use is harmful to children, and lawsuits and legislation have been introduced to address this. Now, one school district has decided to sue social media companies because of how its students' use is profoundly affecting their mental health. Uh, The Seattle City School District has sued several social media giants, which they blame for causing a mental health crisis. According to the lawsuit filed Friday in Seattle Federal Court against Alphabet, Meta, Snap, and TikTok owner ByteDance, students have been suffering from anxiety, depression, and other psychological troubles stemming from their use of social media. The district serves around 50,000 children across more than 100 schools. The suit appears to be the first of its kind in the U.S. brought by a school district following similar claims filed last year by scores of families, including more than a dozen blaming the tech companies for suicides. The idea that social media companies shoulder responsibility for the potential damage their products cause to young people came to the fore late in 2021 when former Meta employee Francis Haugen revealed documents about its internal operations. Among Haugen's allegations was a claim that the company was knowingly preying on vulnerable young people to boost profits. No, they wouldn't do that. Okay, well, I mean, this isn't, this isn't anything new by any means. Um, we know that social media fucks up adults' brains too. You can only imagine what it does to a, a kid that's just growing up and and um, 
being introduced to the world. So very sad. It's a start. You know, at least they're doing something. They should sue the pharmaceutical companies while they're at it. The fucking drug companies putting your children on Adderall and, you know, it's basically meth and vaccinating your kids, giving them autism and blood clots and you name it. You know, the war on children is is fucking insane. Um, but, you know, at least it's a start. It's a start. I'll post a link to that article if you're interested in it. Uh, getting into some tech now, if you're interested in tech. Tech is getting a little too out of hand. I don't really fucking care for it much anymore, to be honest with you. Um, New Zealand aviation tech company Skybase develops pilotless planes to flight to fight bushfires. Um, a New Zealand aviation technology company, blah, 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 I just said that. Uh, Canterbury-based Skybase is converting aircraft to fly remotely in a world-leading move designed to revolutionize firefighting. It involves putting high-tech artificial intelligence computer system in... in computer systems inside Kiwi-made Fletcher top-dressing planes and keeping pilots safely behind computer screens on the ground. The move will mean when conditions such as poor weather, fading light, or firefighter fatigue, ground planes and helicopters, the converted drone aircraft can still take to the air and drop vast liters of water and fire retardant on flames and hotspots. Okay, uh, yeah, like this is fucking new. Um, this is how they do the chemtrails, folks. This is... It's all drones and shit. I, I highly, this is my hypothesis. This is what I think. This is how I would do it. Uh, the, the drone technology is fucking old news by now. And, uh, you know, less people to talk about it. You have AI take over the fucking thing, map the, the thing out in advance, tell it exactly where to spray. Um, this is not new by any means. In fact, at the Reno International Airport, I saw a display of one of their drones that was used for weather modification <laughs> right there in the middle of the fucking airport in the terminal. And it had a whole display talking about um, what it was used for and how it was used to seed the clouds and, and all that shit. So, and it was a drone and nobody was to fly in it. Uh, but kind of interesting, I guess. Uh here we go. Deep learning algorithm can hear alcohol in your voice. <laughs> uh, a new AI technology can instantly determine whether a person is above the legal alcohol limit by analyzing a 12-second clip of their voice. This is the future we have in store, folks. Uh, artificial intelligence dictating your every move. You can't get your fucking car to move. You know, you have to talk to a Siri so you can start your car <laughs> and, uh, you know, do other things, I'm, I'm sure. Latrobe University researchers have developed an artificial intelligence algorithm that could work alongside expensive and potentially biased breath testing devices in pubs and clubs. The technology can instantly determine whether a person has exceeded the legal alcohol limit purely on using a 12-second recording of their voice. Isn't that fantastic? It's for your own good, folks. AI is here to help you. Worship Elon Musk. <laughs> all righty. Moving on. There's just there's so many of these things, and it's all happening at once. And it's just, uh, you see it with the infrastructure that's being erected all around us, the 5G towers, the all this shit they don't really talk about, but you see it happening. Well, some people see it. Most don't. <laughs> but it's... 
Pretty amazing. As they have you distracted with the royal family or with the playoffs or the fucking, you name it, all the stupid shit they, they dangle out in front of you because they know people will eat it up and not care about what really matters. Another article. Hackers drool as California rolls out trackable digital license plates. So digital license plates, they're tracking you everywhere you go. California digital plates are 100% trackable via GPS and two-way communication. Steal a car? The plate will display stolen on every inch of your travels, and every inch of your travels will be recorded. Now, researchers discover that the whole system is hackable, meaning that a breach could turn California roadways into utter chaos. Security researchers were able to gain super administrative access to Reviver, the sole provider of California's digital license plates, and track the GPS location of all vehicles they are associated with. A team of security researchers successfully obtained full super administrative access, which allowed them to perform a slew of tasks involving the company's user accounts and vehicles, according to a blog post by researcher Sam Curry. After gaining access, a hacker could track the physical GPS location of all license plates on Reviver customers, uh, of Reviver customers, as well as change the slogan or personalized message at the bottom of the plates to arbitrary texts. So, you know, of course, if you digitize everything, it can all be hacked, but it's all for tracking you and, you know, knowing everywhere you go and just, you can't fucking escape these motherfuckers. Cameras and everything, they they made it a law a few years ago where every new car has to have a camera so they can watch you, so they can listen to you. It's all got the Bluetooth, it's all got the GPS. It's just, it's ridiculous. And you know, you gotta you gotta get registration on everything else too. Your uh, side-by-sides, your quads, your dirt bikes. So, you know, they'll have it on everything and there's there's no escaping the beast system. And we just accept it and go with the flow. Uh, speaking of things being hacked, I think I saw something about, yeah, flights delayed across the U.S. after FAA system outage uh, disruption. So, you know, apparently the FAA system fucked up and they had to ground all the flights in the United States. But now they're resuming it, and they're saying, oh, no, it wasn't a hack or anything like that. But, I mean, it had to have been. How does a system like that just stop working? So more stuff on on tech. I don't think they like us flying. I think there's an attack on the airline industry. Um, They don't like us moving around and being able to go do shit. They want us to fucking be stuck at home all the time. COVID lockdown 24-7. Uh, it kind of sucks, but at least there's some people in some gov- or at least one person in one government that's kind of speaking out against the surveillance state. This is a uh, Australian dude in the Australian government who's kind of uh, given us a warning against the technocracy. Thank you, Mr. Acting Deputy President. Australian cities are becoming digital surveillance precincts with so-called smart city programs being rolled out across the country. Invasive technologies such as facial recognition cameras, license plate readers, smart lights, smart poles, smart cars, smart neighbourhoods, smart homes and smart appliances all connected to wireless networks and communicating with each other. So what's wrong with that? Technology is good, isn't it? All this is for your safety, security and convenience, isn't it? Well, let me tell you, your streets are spying on you, your mobile phone is spying on you, your cities are spying on you, and the infrastructure for future lockdowns is being put into place right now. 
don't be fooled. You're being set up to be tracked through your movements and through the future of your digital wallets. By handing over your data, you're handing over the ability to monitor your behaviour, which will soon be turned into a social credit score. And once the central bank digital currencies are in place, you won't get to spend your money without approval. Digital ID will soon become a reality in Australia. Many other countries are already rolling these systems out, countries like Canada, Scotland and many others. Eventually, you won't be able to access any government or public services and you won't be able to travel across borders or access healthcare or the internet without a digital ID. Think you won't comply? I think you will. The last two years were the dress rehearsal and we fell for it hook, line and sinker. Australians are sleepwalking into this technocratic future. And while we're sitting around, scratching our chins, trying to work out whether this is really happening, Australia is drifting towards a dystopian digital future. Well, shout out to that guy. He knows what's going on. Um, I'm sure he got booed out of there and is probably going to get assassinated or something. They don't like when you talk about that shit. Okay, okie dokie, artichokey. So we got the trackable digital license plates. We got the drones flying around fighting the fires. Oh, yeah, I wanted to just talk a little bit about inflation because you're seeing it everywhere. It's pretty insane, the cost of everything. Um... And don't expect it to go down because everything is going to get more expensive. Higher prices expected. Black Sea shipping rates skyrocket 20%. Uh, shipping rates in the Black Sea have risen 20% since the start of the year, and mainstream media is blaming the war risk insurance premiums for the cost. The Black Sea, which is shared by Romania, Bulgaria, Ukraine, Russia, Georgia, and Turkey, is a major oil and oil product shipping artery. Reuters reported, citing unnamed industry sources, that some insurers have stopped providing coverage for ships and planes moving goods to and from Belarus, Russia, and Ukraine. Reinsurers have also pulled out of the region on heightened risks, the reports noted. This is all likely to coalesce into higher prices at a time when most people are already struggling to keep up with inflation. So that's a little bit concerning. The insurance companies don't want to cover these fucking giant shipping container ships um, because they think there's going to be a crazy war. There's a war risk. Um, Could you imagine how much insurance costs on one of these ships? Probably a lot. So don't expect prices to go down anytime soon. And, uh, you know, we're running out of eggs. (laughs) Uh, Shortage fears Shortage fears spike as some Costco and Walmart stores run out of eggs. Anyways, more uh, warning as food shortages force supermarkets to ration eggs. I'm not going to read this because if you go to the store, you see that the eggs are super expensive and uh, I don't know. But I, I was curious as to like, what why this is happening or like what led up to it i know there's been a ton of stories of different food processing plants that have caught on fire mysteriously you know and uh, there's also something with the avian flu so the birds get sick and they have to kill them all and you you it's you never know if any of this is truthful this is a strange story though that i found because i did a little research i'm trying to figure out what's happening to my fucking eggs Luckily, my pops got some chickens, so I'm going to go pick up some eggs today from him, actually. It's good organic shit, but check this out. Egg factory kills 5.3 million chickens, then fires all the workers who disposed of the bodies. Kind of bizarre. This is from April 28, 2022. 
A scenario that reads something out of a dystopian novel occurred in Iowa, where workers, tasked with the horrible job of disposing millions of chickens burned alive as part of an avian flu culling, were fired after the stomach-turning task. CBS News reports, Animal rights activists are up in arms over reports that a chicken farm in Iowa killed more than 5 million birds after detecting a case of avian influenza in what activists say was a gruesome culling method. The factory farm later dismissed the more than 200 workers it had tasked with slaughtering the hens, according to a report from The Guardian. Rembrandt Farms, where the mass slaughter took place in March, is owned by billionaire Glenn Taylor, one of the wealthiest Iowans and an owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Zoe Rosenberg, a protester, alleged that the farm created an environment that made it easy for disease to spread. So this is just one instance of, uh, you know, five million chickens dying. And I just Googled chicken farm burned down, um, and this is what it came up with. May 9th, May 29th, 2022, fire kills tens of thousands of chickens at Wright County Farm. October 22nd, 2022, chicken house fire on Culks Ferry Road in Lexington County, South Carolina. November 19th, 2022, egg farm fire kills more than 100,000 chickens. Uh, June 6th, 2022, oh, this is questioning Commercial farm fires in 2022, conspiracy theory or not? Uh, farm says no one was injured after 200,000 chickens die. Uh, big Lebanon County, Pennsylvania, fire kills 250,000 chickens. So, so there's like a bunch of these um, stories. And it's kind of crazy, right? It's almost like there's a war on your food supply. So what can you do? I mean, do all you can to be self-sufficient, I guess. <laughs> I guess we're all going down with the ship, baby. That's all you can do. Because what can you do, right? I mean, I think the problem here, we could do something if people cared. But nobody cares. Nobody even has the inclination to be concerned at all. They're completely resistant to this information. So what is the solution? What can you do? Can you go knock on doors? Can you... Can you ask your neighbor, tell your neighbor that the chickens are dying, that eggs are too expensive, that that our government is giving all our money to Ukraine while, while we're getting sent to the fucking shithouse over here? I mean, what's the solution? Is there a solution? What can we do? Peacefully protest? Has that ever resulted in change? I'll tell you what. I mean, like, it's a good idea. It sounds nice. It sounds like the right thing to do to peacefully get together and you know, resist or whatever, but does that work? You know, like the governments don't do shit peacefully. They run in, they kill motherfuckers. They blow shit up, dude. They fucking, they use force. That that seems to be what works. It might not be nice, but I mean, that's that's what they do. Not saying you should do that, but I, I don't know. How could, especially when the numbers aren't on your side in terms of awareness, and when there's so many different like psychological operations happening at once that are trying to pin people against each other and to get them to not realize who the real enemy is. Because who is the enemy at the end of the day? Who's doing all this shit? You know, it's not just the government. There's got to be people pulling the strings above them. They're just the, the spokes holes. They're the, they're the puppets that are displayed out there for us to blame for stuff. They're the people that we get to throw tomatoes at and cabbages at and, and blame for everything that's going on. But they work for people above them. 
And who is that? There's plenty of people who try to get to the source of it. Is it the Jesuits? Is it the Freemasons? The Illuminati? The the New World Order? The WEF? The World Bank? The fucking Rothschilds? The you name it. I mean, there's a tons of different groups. And I'm sure it's a network and they're vying for power amongst themselves. Is it the Jews? Is it the Pope? Is it the Catholics? I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I think it's purposely made to be, it's purposely obfuscated to the point where you can't really determine who who's really doing what. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, but there are people who you can, you know, point to directly and say, like, these people are directly involved with with this particular crime. And these people need to be held accountable for their crimes. Everybody that was involved with the COVID shit, fucking Tony Fauci, fucking Donald Trump for doing Operation Warp Speed. He's the one responsible for the vaccine being rushed and all these people dying from the vaccine. Why do these MAGA people think that he's a good guy? Why do they? Why are they not able to, to realize that? And that's a hypothetical question. It's obviously because they're brainwashed. They're victims of psychological warfare, cognitive dissonance. And uh, it's just, it's sad to see it happening and to be concerned with it and trying to do something about it, but realizing what the fuck can you do? What can you really do? And I don't mean to sound hopeless or apathetic because there's always hope, and I do believe that good prevails in the end over evil, but there's so many times where it doesn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, there's so many people who have already suffered from um, the events that are taking place, and it seems like things are going to get much, much worse. And this is why uh, it leads one who who researches this type of stuff into like spiritual questions like what is what is happening on a on a greater level there's got to be something going on like did we have people really just fucked up so bad and become so shitty that god is like punishing us and then there's like these demons that are fucking infiltrating the world and they're uh you know fucking taking over these people's bodies and are doing all this evil shit and we're just going along with it and we're being punished as a result of that like i don't know that'd be fucking kind of crazy right and uh, because what's taking place is like the basis of every story, like every comic book story, the good versus evil. There's some evil villain that wants to take over the world. And um, but the difference is in a comic book, you have a superhero that's that's popping up to, to save us and do what they got to do to, like, stop them. Who, who is our superhero? Elon Musk. You know what I'm saying? Joe Rogan. Are these the motherfuckers that they give us that this is what they do. They give us these fucking false idols that that we believe represent us in some way, but they don't. And the worst is the people who think that the politicians are going to do something about it. They're not, dude. They're fucking part of it. They are that shit. They're the worst. <laughs> so what can save us from this? I mean, I guess all you can do is just save yourself. And that's a that's a spiritual thing at the end of the day. That at least that's what I think. Be a good person. Look out for the people around you. Fucking do what you gotta do. Stand up for what you know is right. And these are all arbitrary things, though. What can we do that's tangible that can change the system? I don't know. 
I think a lot of spiritual gurus and shit will say that you can't change the system. All you can do is change yourself. But then again, you have to question uh, where these philosophies come from and if they were intentionally constructed in a way to get people to never change the system. You know what I'm saying? Like, in particular, the Eastern philosophies, Buddhism and and, uh, Confucianism and shit like that, that so many people in the West have become infatuated with because it seems exotic and it seems like they're more wise and they like know something more than your traditional person here because everybody hates Christianity, right? There's been this whole movement against Christianity to dismiss it and make it seem like it's responsible for every evil in the world and that it's so antiquated and like stupid and retarded to believe in. But the same people who believe that about their traditional Western culture, which they actually have some roots in traditionally with their family and their heritage and stuff and where they come from, they will like without question or without questioning it, go and adhere to some sort of, you know, Eastern philosophy that's totally foreign to them. Um, it's just interesting to to notice that because I think there is a, a spiritual hole in people, especially right now. Like, there's a natural inclination in man to adhere to some kind of higher power. Like every culture in history, maybe not every culture, but most of them, a vast majority of them had some sort of like far out explanation for everything that's happened. That's happening. That's based not in um, the physical realm, but something beyond that. And now in this super materialistic age that we live in the age of science and and you know having to be able to touch something and and examine it and measure it and quantify it um that's that's kind of killed that inclination in us or at least the logical part of our mind has taken over and is wrestling with that natural instinct inside of us that that kind of reaches for something more surreal and something less tangible and and spiritual. Um, So I think people are confused, like on a a, a psychological level and subconsciously and stuff. And I think we're witnessing the, the fallout from something like that, from a society that's completely lacking in anything greater than just the most lowest desires. Doesn't it seem like that? I mean, it's... And that's not to say there's not great atheist and moral atheists out there or agnostics or whatever thing you adhere to. I don't know what's right. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But it seems like we are witnessing the fallout from um, an attack on that type of thinking and just an adherence to the scientific mindset, which is always shifting. The goalpost is always shifting. You know what I'm saying? They can't even define what a woman is now. So it's like, it, no wonder that shit drives you crazy. And this is what the kids are consuming all day on social media. Like, it's, it's fucking nuts, dude. It's pretty fucking nuts. So I don't have any solutions. <laughs> I don't even know what's really going on. I'm just picking and choosing different crazy things that I see happening and trying to talk about it to entertain you for a second and hopefully make you aware of something you didn't previously know. Um, and with that being said... Thanks a lot for listening. I appreciate the support. Um, if you want, you can buy some shit from me. I sell stuff, homageofthelionkiller.com. You can make a donation if you're interested in the work I'm doing. I am still making music, just slowly but surely. 
um, here and there. Spent all day yesterday writing, so I got new stuff coming. But I always say that, so we'll see when it comes out. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Till next time, peace out. Uh, lately I've been hating the players still by the game I know the same, nigga, I'm just saying Ain't got no gavel, who am I to judge? Get your bag, baby, that's placenta huh. What's your life about enlighten me? I'm on 10, I'm feeling like a striker lighting me Stroke a genius, pull my penis out and calculate Saw for X, call my ex, she sure to validate Hold up, wait, I might bust She like, wait, I'm like, huh? Gonna push and pee, I'm fucking up the frequency I know what your future holds, my crystal ball is beautiful Coming frequently back to back like I had to battle meek As usual, now your cavity is a casualty Big dick energy, bitch, riddle me this How you gonna win when I slide right within? Huh? I said, how you gonna win when I slide right within? <laughs> uh-huh, come again Go off, go off, I said go off Go off, the I said go off Go off, the I said go off Go off, the I said go off Go off, go off Go off, go off Go off, go off Yeah, yeah, I feel like I really hit the lottery The mega millions, everything she got is in the name Gabriella Wilson, baby, doing better than a counterpart Thought she from St. Louis, I ain't have to teach her how to arch a back where I'm at She don't give a fuck, me neither I ain't had a girl like this before, what do I feed her? Dick, dick, loyalty, vacations Tell him that's my girl and just ignore the temptations Five star sweet, and it came with a butler She don't ask for shit, but she keep begging me to fuck her Ooh, this my favorite part I got that pussy on lock and I'm the only one that knows exactly what the motherfucking combinations are Flick it, flick it, flick it, flick it, flick it, flick it She's telling me I'm such a show up. She told me to take my robe off. Lay back and just relax and watch it go off. Go off, go off, I said go off. 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 Go off, go off, go off, go off, go off. Stone Cold 316 when I met her in. Against the same ropes that they wanna lynch me with I used to have to give my grandma shots of insulin That was like giving myself fucking shots of adrenaline Crosswords penciled in, watching Jeopardy Who would've thought one day your grandson would be the fucking answer Girl, you used to sit with him Y'all want success all at once, I take mine in increments They playing with my name like I gave their ass the password to go log into it With no music, I'm instrumental, I'm God's instrument Big dime, forever mobbing It really hurts seeing that last rocket take off Houston, we have a problem I see half the rap Gang talk about all of the violence and how we gotta stop it And then the verse later talking about how they sliding down on all of their options Like it's no other option that they don't know no other topics And if my haters had multiple choice, they'd probably see me buried alive or barely alive How many friends I got 
not to have my casket carried outside. Probably not as many would stand and watch me married outside. Niggas there for good times, not any other times. But fuck it, I'm thankful for the tough times. Cause that's the only time in life I can see what's mine. But I adapt quickly. Same girl for six years, nigga, I'm that picky. Blue collar to white collar to end up black hippie. Had signed a good, a group of good kids in a mad city. Blacking out to find a light like life when it all ends. Just handing out like sentences, no wonder they call it the pen. That shit really be making me sick Don't be dropping my name in the interview, nigga For you better pick it up quick I done broke the fucking bank so bad That bitch ain't getting fixed Me and Solo can like I was Anakin We cannot miss Go off, go off,